Welcome to Epworth United Methodist Church. I'm Pastor Debbie Weatherspoon. We celebrated our second Sunday of Advent with the lighting of the candles of hope and peace. We were reminded that the lights of hope and peace shine brighter than the darkest days. We heard the scripture reading from Isaiah and 2 Peter and the Gospel of Mark. And we focused on preparing the way and sharing together in the sacrament of Holy Communion. We hope that you will find comfort, inspiration, and encouragement as we walk through these dark days, shining our light of hope and peace. And at the season of the year, our blessed Redeemer will appear. He here will live and here will preach and many thousands he will teach. God grant to all within his place the truth and faith that special grace which to all people doth belong and thus I close my Advent song morning. <laughs> today I'll be reading the three scriptures we have today. Um, our first scripture will be Isaiah chapter 40 verse 1. Console my people. Give them comfort, says your God. Our second scripture will be Peter chapter 3 verses 13 to 14. But what we await are new heavens and a new earth where, according to the promise, God's justice will reside. So, beloved, while waiting for this, make every effort to be found at peace. And our last scripture will be Mark, chapter one, verses two to three. As it was written in Isaiah the prophet, I send my messenger before you to prepare your way, a herald's voice in the desert crying, Make ready the way of our God. Clear straight path. This is the word of the Lord. Amen.
behind the pulpit. What is she? <laughs> I also um, want to give you another worship note that we will not be singing the closing hymn, but we have some special music nonetheless. So see, it's all about anticipation and waiting and things being revealed to us. And as uh, was mentioned uh, in, our, in our prayer card, I appreciate that somebody mentioned our author of our series, this the season of Through the Advent Door, and that is the Reverend Jan Richardson, who is a clergy member of the Florida Annual Conference of the United Methodist Church. And she writes in her book, Through the Advent Door, Entering a Contemplative Christmas, that Advent is a threshold season, and that the days of the season can be disorienting. As the scripture asks us not only to remember the past, but also to anticipate the future, and attend to the present. She writes, and I quote, Yet this is the work of the threshold, and Advent is a threshold season, a liminal place in the calendar, an in-between time of preparation and expectation. Jan continues about threshold, saying, Ultimately, they are places of initiation, taking us deeper into God, and into the person God has created, and I might add, creating us to be. Preparing the way for new beginnings is what this is all about. Fresh starts, a clear path. It's a classic theme in the faith narrative and in our own lives. Who doesn't love a clean slate? How many of you are wondering, what is a slate? I mean, it's, some things just don't translate. But the idea is that you clear space. You kind of want a new beginning. And almost, isn't each day an opportunity to begin anew again? Life can contain many chapters. The good news is that the Holy One is continually making a way for do-overs. Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm so grateful for that. In this, we can find peace, even when life doesn't feel so peaceful. We can find peace even when life doesn't feel so peaceful. This week we are focusing on what it means to be uh, peaceful, not just lighting the candle of peace, but what is a peaceful person? How do we practice a non-anxious presence for those who need it most. Our spiritual ancestors were worried about survival in the midst of political occupation. It is not just something that our ancestors experienced, right? We are aware of the, the struggle, the burden, the overwhelm, the war, let's just say it, the war. 
and the wars around the world, many places. We do remember Ukraine, right? We do know about wars and struggles and violence on the streets, right? We do remember that there are places that aren't even mentioned or brought to our attention where there is struggle, people worried about surviving each day in the midst of political occupation. And in all of that and in all of this, we are and they are held. The Holy Living One is with you. So being the gift of presence for our loved ones, for our communities, for those who need it most, the promise of peace is this divine gift that we receive. This presence, not presence, the T, presence, that's really all we need. It's all we want. I mean, aren't we celebrating presence after a year where you couldn't be present, Judith? It's presence, isn't it? So this is the divine gift we receive. So what will we do with it? Christ's peace is the peace that is meant for all who feel alone. And the candle of peace is a sign that we will be present with peace in the world. Lighting a candle doesn't make it uh, make uh, all wars end. Just saying peace, peace doesn't bring peace. But we can seek that we will be present with peace. I choose to show up into this place of peace, to seek peace, to be about peace. The prophet Isaiah lived in a time of exile perpetrated on the, on the Hebrews by the Babylonians. It was written and it was sung about Isaiah 40, the second part of Isaiah, and offering themes of comfort and peace and the possibility that the paths of our lives can be cleared for new life. We also hear that we are always held in the peaceful presence of our God. The second Peter reading was one of those letters written to the churches living in a very confusing time when they were waiting for the second coming of Christ and they thought it was right around the corner. Some people still are living that way, but you know, it's confusing. But the idea is that they were invited by the writer to the letter to them to say, wait with peaceful hearts, not anxiety, not what to do, what to do, how do I do it? Is it all up to me? Wait. Peaceful hearts. Even amid what feels like chaos, God is making a way in the most difficult places. So how do we invite God's peace in? To follow God does not mean that we're always certain. I guess you didn't need me to say that, right? <laughs> it doesn't mean that everything's crystal clear. It's just knowing 
knowing, knowing that God will lead us, that God is leading us, that God is preparing the way. Following God propels us to be present to the place where we are. Isn't that our REM song, right? Like stand in the place where you live, right? Just be fully present in the space where we are for this is the very place where God shows up. So be present to the place where you are. Jan Richardson writes, and she asks the question, in these Advent days, how do you live within the tension of past, present, and future? God is in the threshold places. God comes to us.